The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoit with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931 381 2663 or visit mtbj.net. We are now able to bring you on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline our friend Charles Pulliam from the Williamson Herald. Williamson Herald is locally owned, and it's the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County. They've been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years, and they are led by Charles Pulliam and Joe Williams. Their team covers prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville, and if you want the best sports coverage in the county, no better way. Get it delivered to your email, check them out, or just subscribe to the print edition. comes out on Thursdays. Call 615-790-6465 or sign up on the website at williamsonherald.com. Charles, welcome in. Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Better now. <laughs> we were we were kind of concerned about how we were going to fill 20 minutes without you, dude. Of, of high school oh, hockey. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I hear. I mean, there's always something to turn to. Lots of pivoting moves here. No doubt. <laughs> hey, man, you had a busy weekend. Yeah, well, like uh, likewise, man. It's uh, it's wrestling, wrestling mania on us, man. Uh, postseason for wrestling is always one of my favorites, and we kicked it off with uh, dual state wrestling. I know you were you were at Summit. Got to watch the Spartan boys do some really spectacular stuff there. Uh, finished third overall in class AAA. I was. Uh, tied up in Nolansville and wants the Fairview High Boys uh, win the school's first ever state title in team sports. So, pretty historic one there. Pretty fantastic for a lot of people out there, particularly Ricky Jones, who yeah. <laughs> has been there forever. Um, exactly. He, 40 he, plus years. <laughs> he was the athletics director out there when, when I was working at the Review Appeal back in the late 80s. So, um congratulations to that entire athletic program but particularly to him exactly he was one of the guys that uh was there was there i mean it was it's a family affair anything fairview athletics and uh ricky was there uh chris hughes was there the football coach uh ricky at the end there was joking you know charles have been doing this for you know some 40 plus years and uh i never thought i'd see it mm. that's what he said uh really special and you know, Coach Derek, James Derek there has uh, created something similar to what Pete Miller's done, and that's, you know, building uh, a wrestling team through youth wrestling. So you're getting these kids in, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade, building them through a system. By the time they're freshmen, sophomores, they're making impacts on the team. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a process, seven, eight years in the making, but it's, it's paying dividends. Absolutely, and he's basically done it from the ground up, and he's seen that done. You know, he he was a wrestler at Father Ryan, and and so he's seen it done, and and that's the way it starts. Like you said, is with the with the young kids. You know, getting them into club wrestling before they get to middle school, and then um, bringing them up through middle school. And by the time they get to the high school level, they know what it's all about. You know, their parents know what it's all about, the whole mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so everybody um, 
is bought in, which is very similar to what Pete Miller was saying Saturday after their third place finish. You know, it's um, it's a village. Yeah. Well, and it's uh, you get the the experience that your older guys have there, and then you get the drive and that that push that those young guys, the freshmen especially, that have just been itching to get onto that stage and prove themselves. You get it all kind of wrapped into one. So a little bit of experience, a little bit of of youth coming in there, just you know, chomping at the bit. I think it's the term that uh, Miller used, um, talking about his many freshmen in the lineup. And uh, yeah, it man, it, it just it's neat to see it coming because we know we got several teams doing that throughout the county and uh, a really bright future for everyone there, knowing that there's so many of these young kids too. Absolutely. Um, now that duels wrestling is over with. Region Wrestling is this weekend. Um, Region 7 AAA Tournament will be Friday and Saturday at Independence. Charles, you'll have to help me with um, <laughs> the AAA. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, lots, lots happening. And then, of course, uh, the following week, we'll be hanging out in Chattanooga because we have uh, the AAA on Thursday, Division 2 on Friday, and then the Class AAA on Saturday. So, uh, three straight big weekends of wrestling, all the postseason here. Obviously, we've been I've been to several tournaments throughout the season. I know you have as well, Mo. And it's just uh, it's that that time where we just go wrestling back to back to back. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you had wrestling on Saturday. On Friday, you got to see a really unique event and um, put together a fantastic video on it. By the way. Um, Tell some folks about that. We've talked a little bit about it already on this on these airwaves, but um, yeah. Well, I know earlier uh, last week you guys had both uh, Coach Jeremy Moore and uh, Jason Tigard on um, for the Franklin Centennial chats, and they were talking about the honoring of the uh, Natchez Panthers, the final season, nineteen sixty-seven, an all-black school in Franklin. There, and uh, it's. It's a really unique situation because both Franklin High and Centennial High kind of they, they share the same same rich history from this school. So you know it's, it's more than forty years there, fifty years ago now. But this school uh, has a lot of alums still around, and unfortunately we couldn't have any of those folks join us this time around. But uh, uh, the start of a new tradition going on there, where you're honoring uh, the former All Black Natchez High and they did it with some throwback jerseys, talked to a lot of the kids, talked to some former coaches. Really special, unbelievable sight to get to see some of the blue and gold replica Panther jerseys out there. Both teams wore them. It's, it's the beginning of, a, like I said, a new tradition, and I think it's only going to get bigger and better, especially knowing that um, we've got some alums around and uh, they want to be a part of it. So both schools want them to be a part of it, but, yeah, be sure to check it out. I made, an, made a little tribute video hoops highlights video and a uh, nice story out there photo gallery it was uh it was cool to be at franklin high and see a bunch of blue and gold the yeah. coverage wasn't very good mo it was just it, it was mediocre mediocre at best <laughs> my Slap, goodness slapped together my yeah, good, yeah I, you could really tell <laughs> if you all have not seen the video that charles pulliam put together on this do so and then be happy that you didn't have to pay for it because it's 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 fantastic stuff and no great shock you know well the actual the fun moment really for that too was uh right at right at halftime of the girls game 
I was able to talk with Coach uh, Anderson, uh, the assistant who really spearheaded this whole effort over the last three or four years. Um, Justin Anderson there, he's done a fantastic job. He, uh, he's followed uh, Coach uh, Darren Joins to Franklin from Beach after Darren took over the uh, uh, athletic director position for WCS. Uh, he stayed on with uh, Tiger and just a really great guy. His first thoughts of this was when they came to Franklin as uh, the coaches at Beach and actually beat Franklin that night. But he was walking through the Hall of Fame and uh, for the first time kind of learned about some of the rich history there because if you walk through there, you're going to see a lot of Memphis High um, uh, you know, legends really walking through there. You're going to find your, your Fred uh, Fred Lane seniors, you name it. Those guys are up on the wall there, and they got their starts at Natchez High. And uh, so Anderson and I were talking and thought it would be really cool to get both the teams together. So one of my favorite photos, and actually there's a couple video clips, is when I'm in the auxiliary gym uh, <laughs> trying to organize two full boys basketball teams in New Jersey to take a, a <laughs> posed photo. <laughs> It was uh, it was a challenge, but it worked out really well. It did work out really well. I thought that was a fantastic picture, and um, this is going to be – it's going to get even bigger, I think, like you said, as we get the alumni mm-hmm. involved in it and that kind of thing, and so glad that you were able to be there for that. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Um, <laughs> and um, – we really appreciate you joining us this Tuesday and you and Joe joining us every Tuesday about this time, Charles. And um, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Oh, I was looking forward to it. Looking forward to a busy couple weekends here, too. <laughs> Good luck. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Jam-packed. Yeah, sure. yeah. And jam-packed is the best way to put it. But we look forward to your coverage again on WilliamsonHerald.com. Again, if you are looking for the best sports coverage in print and digital from Williamson County, it's definitely Williamson Herald uh, and Charles and Joe. We appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, Charles. We appreciate your time, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. We got uh, some potential news dropping in uh, in the county here too, about eleven thirty ish or so. so uh, yeah, watch out for that. just saw that. That that's going to be interesting. Looking forward to it. We'll talk. All right, right, later. See ya. Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline there, brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, we have a special guest in the Parks Motor Sales Hot Seat. We'll be right back. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today.
back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. If this is the sports talk show you've always wanted, then you didn't want much. <laughs> That's the that's the best way to put it. Man, I have to say my my dad kills me. I I wish you I wish you could see the Facebook comments that we get from him. It's so funny. It, I, I I stay off the Facebook while we're on the show because I tend Sometimes I don't have my computer muted or whatever, uh, yeah. and so I pull it up, and all of a sudden we've got sound coming through it, and it startles everybody. So I'm just, I'm just not gonna mess with it. Apparently, you got your gray hair from dad. So just letting you know, that's what he says, and that's what we're, no, that's what act, we're showing here. Actually, so, yeah. I got my gray hair from my mom. She grayed early. I got my first one when I was 15. Oof. And like I said, I'm cool with it at this point. The only thing that would look funnier than me with gray hair would be me. Without gray hair. So I hear you. We're we're good. If you want to interact with the show, we are live on Facebook. You are welcome to comment there. We can throw your comment up on the screen and we will be happy to interact with you. Got questions, feel free to ask. If you have comments, feel free. We will certainly read those on the air. Joining us now in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat, we have a legend. Mo, you, you you called him. Uh, what did what did you call him? JP, the, the father, the of father, not Nashville the Godfather, sl- but no, just the father, the, the father of Nashville slash <laughs> I don't know. Tennessee yeah, Sports said, Talk Radio. I think he said the Godfather, but when he walks in here, he just calls him the father. I think he's a little scared of doing that. <laughs> no, the, come on, <laughs> Mo and I go back way too far for all this. Yeah, but um, <laughs> we're happy to have George Plaster with us. Um, was visiting on some other business, but. Couldn't pass up the opportunity to put a mic in front of him. So, um, and the first thing he did when he walked in was he noticed um, Chris's Atlanta Braves pullover, which I thought was kind of ironic as it turned out that Chris is wearing that. And I just wore mine yesterday. You did. And and George's, um, if anybody knows, is one of the biggest Braves fans in the area. Um, Chris, you're a great American. Hey, you got – look, I have been – I I was lucky. I grew up when the Braves were, you know, I grew up in the 90s. So I was I was very lucky. But my dad he grew up in the 90s. And, <laughs> and he never misses an opportunity never. to mention that. Right. And I listened to you when I was four. Hey, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, uh, he loves to tell people that I've been writing longer than he's been alive. That's a true story. Wow. He, he, okay. I mean, it's it's factually accurate. So I mean, I can't even get mad right. About it does it. hurt when you hear <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. When when people come up to you and they're like, "I listened to you when I was eight. and I'm like, "Really? Thanks. You had to like, do that? Thanks. You're Thanks. forty, yeah. but you know, I did I did that one time to. Um, <laughs> so there to, you go. Oh yeah, we've all done it. Kaywood Ledford was this legendary, bigger than life play by play voice of the Kentucky Wildcats, and. <laughs> When I first started doing Vanderbilt games, we're in the same room, and he goes, so what's your story? And I looked at him. I said, I've been listening to you since I was eight years old. And he goes, did you have to do that? And now it's on the flip side. (laughs) It's on you. And and it sucks. And now I know exactly how he felt. Yeah. Well, I've been feeling that way for a pretty good while. When you start covering the kids of people you cover. Absolutely. And that kind of thing. So. Or, or Chris can't make it any worse. He tries, <laughs> but he can't. Chris, thank you so much. Yeah. 
I have to I have to get my jabs in when I can because it's not easy being on radio with a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying. Well, as soon as you get one, tell me about it. Oh, we, we I'll tell he, you. He doesn't know. You do not know. He doesn't know. Okay. Tennessee Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame member inductee 2021. Maurice Patton. Got to get got to get Congrats. the elbow bump. Thanks. Appreciate okay, it. so will they do a ceremony? Well, <laughs> that's a good that's question. That's a really good question. That's a good question because um, the 2020 class, uh, that includes Tommy Bryan from the um, the Wilson Post and Teresa Walker of the Associated Press, and there's one more that I'm forgetting, and I apologize. Oh, Mark Weedmer from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Good writer. Oh, great, great, great. artist as well, actually. But um, – those three were supposed to have been inducted during our annual convention last summer that did not take place. So, you know, we're hoping to have a convention this summer where they will be inducted along with myself, um, Larry Taft from the Tennessean, and George Starr. And George Starr from the Cleveland Daily Banner and from Lee University. So, hopefully, we will actually have a ceremony, but... We are referring to ourselves, or others are referring to me. HOF. As, as, yeah, yeah. I now have to sign autographs. For I that. love it. <laughs> HOF 21. Yeah. It's, it, it's not easy, but. Somebody's got to do for, it. For someone as, as, as young as I am in this business, it's so incredible to work with Mo, who. Can he? He can call up anybody. He can call anybody. He's in, seen it all in Middle Tennessee, and we can put them on our show tomorrow. It's it's incredible. That was fun. That was we got that was, stuff going on all over the place. We're using phones stuff. for yeah. compu- for cameras, and sometimes that was <laughs> new. That's uh, never happened yeah. before, <laughs> and it gets to all of them. Uh, yeah. Um, George, referring to your Braves fandom, mm-hmm. Friday night was a good night. Friday night was the best. <laughs> it's funny that it took the Dodgers signing Trevor Bauer to all of a sudden get Liberty Media to say, okay, we we got to pony up to a guy that, <clears throat> to me, is a make or break in their lineup. I mean, when they got Marcelo Zuna, the protection he gave Freddie Freeman was incredible. What was your comment? Freddie Freeman has been the National League MVP every year that Marcelo Zuna has protected him. Yeah, you're darn right. <laughs> and, uh, and he knows it. So I'm sure he was lobbying all along. I don't know what it took them so long to get this done about. You know, they keep saying. Well, it's funny. He didn't DH. either because he yeah. said that. It's like we could have done this at the end of the year. Right. Uh, it, it sounds like he really didn't want to be anywhere else which is cool oh i think he fit into their clubhouse really good from what i'm told he's you know a a guy that just fun Mm -hmm. and uh their locker room could use a little bit of that they could because the braves traditionally have been such a stoic team and they they need that loosening up a little bit big time and, and so and i think it makes it more enjoyable for all of them especially with all the young kids they've got yeah they needed a veteran who mm-hmm. would have a little fun. Oh, but because that because makes it okay for them. Exactly. Yeah, to let the kids play. That's correct. Yeah. So um, you're lobbying for one more move? 
Yeah, I, I mean, maybe two. I'd like to see them re-sign Mark Melanson, who did a, a way better job as a closer than I ever thought he would. When they right. first got him, I didn't think I didn't think he had enough arm. Uh, but, you know, he just throws that lollipop curveball, and nobody knows what to do with it. And the other is Adam Duvall, who lives in Nashville. I've gotten to know him a little bit. Uh, everything I know about him, really good in the clubhouse. They've ignored a terrific year that this guy had. And, you know, at some point, they're going to regret this if they don't re-sign him. I think there was concern with the way he closed out the season. Yeah. But in, and in a 60-game season, I think maybe that was a little bit more glaring than it would have been over 162 games because he didn't have a chance to snap out of it. But I think you're right. For what he has done in a Braves uniform, you could, you could, and they likely will, do a lot worse. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm guessing you're pretty good social media-ish. Okay. Sure. And, and it's gotten out years ago that I'm not. <laughs> Okay, so I now am on Twitter, and I'm hoping in oh, the next congrats. you know minute or two that you and the rest of Columbia, Tennessee, will go to George Plaster TN and, and follow me. Now, what it is you're following me for, I have no idea, but do you know who actually got me on Twitter Mo. about a year and a half ago? Maurice Patton. No. Nope. Who, who you're, was it? you're never going to get it. Who? Jeff Francoeur. Oh, Frenchie. So He's my hero. So here's the Absolute deal. Absolute hero. Seriously. Jeff and I are really good friends. We've known each other now for, I don't know, 12 years. And Jeff had sworn to me that he would never get into uh, <laughs> the Twitter. He, yeah. And so all He's of a great a sudden, follow. Oh, he's really good yeah. when, when he decides he wants to do it. And, and so, I don't know, it was about a year and a half ago. Two years ago, maybe somebody says, have, have you checked out? And I'm like, no. So I called him and I said, whoa, wait a minute. I said, you told me you would never do this. And he said, well, when the Braves signed me, they told me, you know. You had the, to. The, the company that represents Jeff said, you need to start doing this. And so from time to time, he's given me, he's sort of been my teacher to get me on Twitter. Three weeks ago, I made a bad mistake when the Capitol got bombed. I didn't know it. And so I, I do a video saying, here's what we got on the show today. It'll be a great show. Come on and join me. And oh. and all these people were like, this is totally inappropriate. And I didn't know what, what they were upset about. Well, 45 minutes later, I figured it out. And I went back on Twitter and said, listen, to anybody who's offended, I simply didn't know or I wouldn't have put the video out. And Jeff called me later and he was like, I, I, he said, I watched. He said, you handled that perfectly. So to my Twitter daddy, Jeff, if you're out there and I know you're not, thank you. Oh, that's a great story. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, right after this.
on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with FootballScoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. 1017 WKOM. high school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into this tuesday edition seven minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock here on southern middle tennessee sports today we are presented by mid tennessee bone and joint right now joined on the Parks Motor Sales hot seat is George Plaster as we are efforting to get Tennessee State head football coach Rod Reed on the line. Yesterday, Tennessee State made an offer to a young man from Hill, Hillsbur- Hillsboro. Yeah, they offered the quarterback. Uh, it appears they did. So, But there are some folks who are upset that uh, it's taken them so long. Well, and I imagine he's one of them because I think he had committed to Arkansas Pine Bluff. I'm not sure if it was – it may not have been Macon. It may have been someone else. Okay. Whoever it was has Power 5 offers. So, yeah, it wasn't Macon. Anyway, um, yeah, we're efforting to get Reed on the line. Looks like we may have him here. George, what's – what do you – Tell us what you're doing now. What, what, what's what's going on in the world of, of George Plaster? Well, I do a show in Nashville from 2 to 4 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, on uh, WNSR, which is 560 on the AM dial and 95.9 on FM. Got Watson Brown on with me, who is an absolute rock star. He is really good. Terry McCormick, as I call him, TitanInsider.com. And uh, that's what I'm up to. So what I'm from I'm from Alabama, so I know Watson Brown very well from his days at UAB. Sure, uh, really enjoyed his time there. He, he 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 brought that program to a different level, and we're we're proud of what he was able to accomplish uh, on the South Side in Birmingham. So I'll that's pass pretty it cool. on to him. He's uh he, he's still a little bit of a legend there. I, you know, a lot of people expected. You know they, they they always expected UAB to not be very good, and he took them to that first bowl game, and and now they're really good. <laughs> and, well, and, it, and it's all thanks to him. Yeah, and he's a better person than he is a coach. Uh, he has been an unbelievable friend to me. Watson's a legend wherever he's been, man. Regardless of whether Tech. he's had success or not, you know, um, just because he's 
such a good person, like George says. I mean, the best. I, I, I won't have seen him in months or years, and and when I do run into him, it's like you know running into somebody you've known you've known all your life, and he's like that with everybody, and I think that's why so many people think so highly of him. It's just a great dude. It's hard if you don't like Watson Brown. It's something wrong it's with you. It's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Well said. No. Nice uh, job. Yeah. I mean, Hall there, of Famer. There, there are people that are like that, and, and he is certainly one of those. Again, I mean, he's not always been successful everywhere he's been. But he's taken some bad jobs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's that. I told him one time that'd be on his tombstone. <laughs> it probably should be. It's a, I mean, you know. It's okay. It's okay to take bad jobs sometimes. You know, if you if you don't have that ego of I can't fail, then it's totally possible to do. That's Rod. Um, okay, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, he may want to say hello to you. Well, you know have what? You Let's him? do it then. All right, I'm gonna have to take the camera away from that's you, okay. George. That's okay. Like that's a big loss. Look, man. <laughs> this this. <laughs> We we are trying something completely new, George. This is a radio show, as you can see. Yes. But our entire organization, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, has been from day one about meeting our consumers wherever they are, whether it be the website, sure, Facebook, social media. We have a magazine. Right, all the stuff I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are, if you're a traditional radio listener, we want to reach you. If you are a new digital age reader of only online uh, news publications, we want to reach you. We have the print product of the magazine. We are completely different. And when you're watching us on Facebook or you're listening to this type of of, of thing happen and, and we're grabbing phones off of off of tripods, understand, guys, we, we're we doing this because we want to find the best way to reach you and build our audience, and we appreciate you guys hanging out and, and hanging through some of these issues. We also want to find the best way to reach Rod Reed, and I think we found Finally. Him. <laughs> I think we got him. We've got him. Coach, are you there? You, you, got, you we guys got are it. killing me, man. <laughs> we we, got we it. going back and forth. I was calling in and he was going to voicemail. You guys were calling me. Maybe we were calling at the same time. We got him. We la- we, we landed that. the big fish, y'all. Rod Reed, the um, <laughs> football coach at Tennessee State University, opens their Ohio Valley Conference spring season February 21st against the Gamecocks. And, Rod, I know you've got at least one fan in this room who will not be rooting for you. Sorry, Coach. <laughs> Chris Yow is a Jacksonville State graduate, Coach. Stay so. cocky. That don't make you a bad person. <laughs> coach, I wanted to have you on, and, and I appreciate you taking the time with us. By the way, George Plaster said hello. Hey, Rod. Hey, George. How are you, man? Good. Are you tired of dealing with Pogie yet? Oh, man, I'm telling you. He's a piece of work now, but that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you take care. It's good hearing from you. Thanks. Same to you. See ya. Um, as I said, we've got Tennessee State football coach Rod Reed on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And Rod, um, I don't know what kind of team you're going to have this year, but they're going to be well coached. It looks like between Dominique Rogers Cromartie coming back to campus and um, 
and Peerless Price joining the staff. Um, you know, y'all don't have Dion, but you got DRC and Peerless. Uh, what, um, just take us through how that came about, both of those. Well, you know, Dominique had always expressed an interest in, uh, in coaching. Uh, so he got an opportunity. Uh, he, he's, he's not doing anything right now. And he called and asked, you know, if, if he could come down and help out. And I said, sure. You know, uh, be able to <laughs> you weren't going to tell him no, were you? No, no, no. I wasn't going to tell him no. So, you know, he comes down and he's out at practice every day in the film room with those guys, you know, uh, you know, just watching and observing and, you know, giving tips here and there. Coach Ma Smith does a great job with that corners. Uh, but, you know, for him to be able to just, you know, get some insight on, on just different things and what he's seeing out there really has helped these guys tremendously. And, uh, you know, Peerless is a guy that played the game at a high level, you know, in college as well as in the NFL, had a great career. And, uh, you know, the more, the more, uh, insight you can give these guys, uh, and, and when it's coming from guys of that caliber, it just gives it that much more credibility to these young guys. Because, you know, they've seen them play it at a high level, you know, and, you know, watch them on TV in college and, uh, in the NFL. So, uh, it's great to have those guys aboard to be able to impart on these youngsters. Absolutely, coach, uh, coach Rodriguez on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Coach, when you, when you get the, the, the call, you know, that these guys want to be a part of your program, how does, how does that make you feel about your program? It certainly shows that it has elevated itself to a place where people want to be. Without question, you know, we, we got a good track record here over the last, I think, 10 years. We've had got nine guys drafted uh, into the NFL, and uh, it's an opportunity. Kids can come and play in a great city, uh, you know, play in two great venues uh, that we call home and be able to go on the road and play in some great venues and a good conference, man. So, uh, it's an opportunity to come and uh, uh, for those guys to come and be able to, like I say, impart wisdom on these youngsters and uh, allow them to showcase their talents to the best of their abilities. And uh, just to have them, you know, wanting to come and be a part, you know, what we're doing really speaks volumes to what we have done and uh, what we feel like we're capable of doing here in the future. Coach, you mentioned that DRC is working with Ahmad Smith, which um... – some folks may or may not realize is a, another former TSU Tiger, and and I didn't I didn't realize Amai was with you, but I'm sitting here looking at your coaching staff now. You know, Shannon Harris is your offensive coordinator. He's an ex Tiger. Um, Rico Council, your your linebackers coach, was one of the best linebackers you coached. You, you've got Amai. You've got Andrew Bather, um, and I, now you've got DRC. Talk about how special it is, and you can you can speak to this firsthand as well. Coaching at your alma mater for you and for these guys, man, you know it means a lot. You know you uh, you, you got a lot of pride in your alma mater, and it sucks, you know, when you you don't have the like you have the season like we had last year. Uh, you want to talk about guys that just been on the ground and recruiting, uh, you know, uh, work with their players and all of that. There's a lot of pride involved. And what we're doing is not just a job to us. You know, it's, uh, it's about pride in the institution, pride in the big blue. Uh, and, and all those guys have been out there on that field and, uh, you know, uh, sacrifice, blood, sweat, and tears. And for them to be here coaching is an honor to them. And it's an honor for me to have them on the staff. 
and all those guys put in the work and the time to earn the right, you know, to be a part of the staff. So we're excited to have all those guys aboard. And it just means a whole lot to all of us to, you know, get this thing to a championship level. Speaking again with Rod Reed, the coach of the Tennessee State Tiger football program on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And again, TSU opens its season February 21st against visiting Jacksonville State. Um, coach, you got where are y'all playing? We're playing in the hole. We're playing in the hole. Hell Stadium. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to mean a lot to a lot of folks. Um, spring spring football. Thoughts? Well, I'll tell you what, it's been a challenge, man, you know, especially uh, with all the COVID restrictions and, you know, trying, you know, we had, we get tested right now. We're getting, we're testing our kids once a week. Next week, uh, when the season starts, we'll start uh, three day a week testing. We've actually done a really good job with our administration with the testing protocols and whatnot. You know, we're able to rapid test here on campus, but, you know, we've been using the PCR test down at Meharry. Uh, that's really been, we're really fortunate to have, you know, an opportunity to be able to test in three, three or four different sites here in the city uh, to be able to get results on a weekly basis. So we've done a really good job of managing it. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is the contact tracing, you know, once you get a guy that, that has a positive test. So, uh, you know, we've done a good job of it. Uh, it's a little different. You know, we, we've been out like yesterday we practiced. It was, I don't think it got above, you know, 32 degrees yesterday uh, uh, in the morning practice. So we practice in the mornings now. So we do have an indoor facility, but, you know, when you look at the uh, 10-day forecast, you know, it's supposed to be anywhere from 30 to 40, you know, when we play. So we got to get out in the elements, get used to our footing, you know, get used to, you know, catching the ball and hitting in the cold and all that good stuff. So it's been a challenge. It's been a little different, you know, uh, uh, been some apprehensions in some in some places. You know, you talk about playing two seasons in one year, uh, so to speak. Uh, and, and for us, you know, we hadn't seen our kids until August, I think August the 11th, uh, since March of last year. So, you know, we'd gone a long time, didn't have spring ball, didn't have any summer workouts. So it's been a challenge. The strength coach has done a tremendous job, you know, rounding these guys back in shape. So, uh, you know, you take all those things, you know, uh, uh, in place, and, and it's, it's just been challenging. But, you know, our kids are ready to hit the field and play an opponent. Uh, and, and, you know, we as a coaching staff chomping at the bit to get out there. And, you know, hopefully we can go in this thing healthy. I think right now uh, going into an all-conference schedule, we're going to be the healthiest we've ever been going into conference play. So I feel really good about that. And uh, we'll see what happens. Coach, as I look over this roster, I see a lot of Middle Tennessee flavor. And I know that's something that, that you guys, you know, to steal a line from Josh Heupel, build a wall uh, around Nashville when you can. And uh, Middle Tennessee, how important is it to you and your and your staff to do that, to have that Middle Tennessee flavor? Well, you want to take care of home. You know, we do a lot of recruiting in the southeast, in Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Uh, you know, and we get a lot of players from those areas, but, you know, we want the top quality players uh, from the state of Tennessee. Also, you know, you look at guys, you know, like, uh, you know, Robert Myers, Chris Rose, and Sherman Carter. All those guys are NFL players that were here for four years and had an opportunity to play at the next level. Uh, so we, we know that there's talent uh, in Middle Tennessee, in Memphis area, West Tennessee, East Tennessee, 
Uh, we do a good job of getting out. Our, our coaches, uh, we try to stay a year or two ahead in recruiting. Uh, it, it's been a challenge, you know, with all of the uh, dead periods. You know, uh, we, we everything's been done virtually now. So we've been doing a lot of Zoom visits, you know, talking to families. And, you know, to, to some degree, you know, it's pretty good because now, you know, when you're when you're on the road recruiting, sometimes you can't get the parents at home. You know, you're only meeting with one parent. You know, you get on these Zoom calls, you get mom, grandma, cousin, sister, brother, you know, all the people that are, yeah, you know, everybody can join into that Zoom call. So uh, it's been pretty interesting, but, you know, we, we try to keep our recruits ties tight here in the middle Tennessee area. Six five two thirty. Who who's who's going to be your starting quarterback? Well, right now, you know, it's still up in the air. If okay. you can believe that, but uh, Davion Bryan has done a really good job at the quarterback spot for us in this camp. Him and Isaiah Green, Green the kid transferred in from Marshall. Uh, David Johnson is a kid on some flashes in camp. Uh, Heath Williams. Is a kid from Clarksville. He's uh, got a lot of reps. So we've been repping a lot of guys. You know, in this COVID era, you just don't know. So uh, we've been getting a lot of guys reps. You know, we've repped more young guys than we have, you know, traditionally in the past just because, you know, anything can happen uh, with this COVID deal. So, you know, you got to have a lot of guys ready to play, and it's going to be a nil. But at that quarterback spot, we really hadn't, you know, solidified a guy, you know, just to uh, – uh, who's going to be that starter just yet. We'll probably do that in the next week or so. But I can tell you, you know, we've had three guys that have looked really good back there at the quarterback spot. Does it concern you that you don't have a number one yet? No, it doesn't because here's the deal, Maurice. We, we didn't have spring ball last year. And, uh, you know, we lost, uh, we lost, you know, three quarterbacks, so to speak, last year with Denver Cross, Croft, Michael Hughes, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 golly, um, Rosendahl, you know, Rosendahl graduated. So we, we thought going into the spring, you know, we'd be able to get a guy, you know, you go through spring ball, okay, this guy came out of the spring as a starter. We didn't have a spring. Our spring is really now, you know, uh, during this fall period, you know, we had a couple of days to get out there and then we shut down for 10 days. So you just hadn't had a chance to get. Uh, a good look at those guys. That's one of the reasons why we felt important to bring Isaiah Green in because he had been a starter at Marshall for two years, and we know that he has some college football experience. But, uh, you know, now getting them out there on the field, watching them, uh, they're three guys that we feel confident that we can go in the game and play with. We just got to find that guy that's going to take us to the next level. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this spring football season. I know I am excited, and especially for OVC play which you will get started on Sunday, February 21st in the hole, 2 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today and talking about your team and what you guys are doing over at Tennessee State. Really appreciate you, and uh, good luck this season, except uh, in two weeks. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for uh, having me on. I appreciate the time that you guys have given us, and go Big Blue. (laughs) Thanks, Coach. It's Tennessee State head coach Rod Reed on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And, again, they will play at 2 o'clock on Sunday, February 21st over at Hell Stadium in Nashville. Go check them out. It's, it, that's about five miles from my house, so I'm in. There you go. <laughs> I, I think I think we ought to be able to get you in. I know a guy.
And we know a couple of guys. We, we, we know guys at both places, so we're in good shape. There you go. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some Super Bowl commercials, and Top 5 Tuesday is our Top 5 Super Bowl commercials. So we got a lot to talk about on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee, Barn & Joint. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.